Good morning and welcome to episode 7 of the Midnight Ramadan Show. And this week we have Stoke City legend and current scout at Stoke City, Mamadi Sidibe on the show. Stay tuned as we chat to him all things football and his journey into football as a professional. Beyond that, is also helping the family because you know when you, you play football, uh, like footballers are lucky to to be able to, to to earn good money. So when you earn good money, obviously you you know you have to look uh, after the family. My dad has done it. So when I when um, I become professional, I knew that's my duty to to take his place. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that's 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 was the the, the main uh, motivation. So the, the dean, like I said, the dean, uh, it played a massive part in uh, in my life, you know, because uh, that's where you, the dean, that's my life. That's the the the, the, the way I behave. The you know is 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 the main uh, main part of, uh, of of my life. And did you have any? Did you face any challenges whilst, for example, playing in England, um, in in regards to? Having to compromise your religion or being in any way at all—not that you should—but did you have any? No, I think to be honest, I'd never had really. No, no, not I would. I wouldn't say uh, challenges. Obviously, when uh, when uh, the boys when were going out, you know, for parties, you know, uh, things like that, I couldn't join them, so I never go out because that's not uh, that's that's not, uh, not not me, you know. So so I think, but they understand, you know, they understand like. Uh, it's not uh, it's not something uh, something for me. Even sometimes they're trying to to have uh, some joke and and stuff yeah. around it. But it's it just uh, like uh, you know. It, I think yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't have uh, uh, the problem. The only challenge is uh, the, yeah the Ramadan. You know Ramadan while you're playing. So so this is probably the the main challenges. How how was that challenge playing in Ramadan? Because we've asked all the guests about. Playing during Ramadan, how was your uh, time playing whilst you were, whilst you were fasting? I think what I'd like, I would say, I, I wouldn't say issue. So when uh, the first time, I'd always trying to hide to hide it, like I'm fasting. So I always said, like I'm fasting, training and stuff. But much day I wouldn't fast. So, so some matches I fast, uh, and the manager knew. Like I'm, I'm fasting, so when uh, when I do good game, it's fine. It's I mean, it's no problem. But when you have the bad game, they're trying to put down uh, on the Ramadan. So this is the the the, the issue I had. So you have to hide, and uh, and so even even for like they they understand, but in the same time, you know, as a footballer, you have to to make sure. To, to give 100% for, for the club as well because at the end of the day they, they pay you to you know to, yeah. to play so um, so yeah so you have to make sure you fit and uh, healthy I guess it's very different now compared to when you were playing for example at Stoke Swansea um, com- like with modern sports science um, they can they can put things in place for players to still keep give 100% and when we were speaking to Momo Sissoko a few weeks ago, he was mentioning uh, Rafa Benitez saying to him, 
Uh, I want you to fast more because when you fast, you play even better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, to be to be honest, fasting is is a good thing. You know, people don't realize that. But uh, even like we're talking about fasting, but when I was playing, I never eat before the game. So uh, what I do is I eat around when we play at three o'clock. I used to eat at ten. Ten o'clock, I eat small uh, small portion of pasta and mm. very small portion of chicken and after that I just water until three o'clock wow. so I like to play empty um, empty uh, stomach so 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 fasting is is a good thing and it's true you know you feel you feel good you feel light uh, the only thing is water but you know um, I never I never had the problem really like being tired and obviously the manager would say, he would say otherwise and said like you 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 were tired you don't look fit but i know it was not the ramadan you know sometimes you can have a bad game that's happened you know we when we spoke to dr zafik balu is the doctor at crystal palace he mentioned there's um, studies and research showing that people who fast and play um it, it increases your mental strength when you're playing would you agree with that like when you were fasting yes you were tired but mentally you were stronger yeah but i feel like i feel better yeah you feel better it's, it's strange. Like I said, you feel light. Uh, the only thing is probably the like drinking, but the rest, you. I never had the had the problem really. I would say, not uh, never. It's Ramadan now, obviously, um, and you're not. Um, you know, like you're not. You're not being able to travel to scout, etc. How is how's Ramadan been for you um, during this pandemic? Alhamdulillah, it's been good. Uh, very good because I think for all the family has been good because we've been able to to stay together and do the Ramadan all together and before uh, you know you you're traveling and uh, you know you're walking and the kids going to school so it's difficult for them to to fast as well so now Alhamdulillah is the first time like we all do the, the Ramadan together you know so it's, it's been good it's been very good and even like for my kids as well so the it's the first time they, they they've done it so so it's good you mentioned your children um i was reading that your your children are, uh, or your child is at stoke city in the academy how is he how is he getting on no alhamdulillah he's doing, he's doing very well uh he's been uh, there since he's uh, six uh so now he's he's, he's, he's on under 13 now so he's playing with the under 14 um so now he's doing uh, it's in well, you know, you just need to, to keep working hard. Uh, you know, football uh, is not easy, you know. Is he like his dad? Is he a striker? Or is he a centre back? Or no, he's a, he's a center mid. He said striker is too much headache. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, what is he doing now? Like during the pandemic, obviously, all academy football, all reserve games have been called off. Um, league one, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I read today, League Two has been. Uh, closed as well. I mean, shut, null and voided or shut down. Um, no restarts. What have the other club providing support in terms of players that are in the academy? Well, the the club's been fantastic. You know, I don't know what the other clubs been doing, but Stoke City Academy they've done very well for the kids. Uh, they're doing um, uh, uh, video call. Um, uh, they're doing uh, challenges. They send them challenges to do a training session to do during the the day. Uh, they keep them busy. To be honest, it, 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 they put something in the place for the kids. Uh, fantastic. I don't think as many clubs have done that. So, so, so yeah, he's, he's been busy with his challenges and his, his training. 
how is it like playing for a club like Stoke City and now even working for Stoke City, still involved in the professional game and industry? You know, Stoke City is a football club that has been well run, you know. Um, the family, uh, the course family, they've been fantastic for the, for the football club. And uh, it's a family club, you know. Um, they don't... Like they do, like I said, they do well for the for the for the club for the community. Uh, if you look, the the problem we are in at the moment with uh, with the virus is probably one of the cl the club who is still paying everybody uh, without saying anything. They pay everyone uh, as normal. Uh, so so yeah, the the, the football club I've been here since two thousand five now. So it's been uh, it's been long time at the club, and. Um, I'm very proud to be a part of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the football club and now working for the football club. Um, it's, it's been fantastic. You obviously mentioned earlier on um, you're working as a scout as well as a, an ambassadorial role. Um, what does that entail? What do, you, what do you do from an ambassadorial point of view for the club? Uh, ambassador is more to like, represent the club as the best way you can, you know. Um, going to the community, um, see people, different uh, different uh, things you you I'm doing so so yeah so like I have to, to represent the club as uh, the best way I can so this is the ambassador role yeah so growing up I, I work for a, a few clubs uh, in the community foundations etc how important are these foundations that you have like I'm sure Stoke City have the community trust how important is it to provide that link between the club and the foundation I think is is an important because if you look the football clubs uh, the, 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 the people around the, the football club, they fans, you know. So, so all these kids and the, the families, they, they support the, the, the club. So it's important to, to look after uh, after them, and uh, especially the kids, you know. It's uh, it's lot of kids that they need help uh, for different reasons. So it's good the clubs have been out and uh, trying to help uh, those people. What are the chances for someone coming through a foundation, say a kicks program? Or a foundation program from there into the first team or into the actual academy. Are the chances good? Are they? Is it easy? Um, I'm, I'm sure you know you have a good relationship with the trust, and they'll probably communicate to you or someone at the club. We've got a young player. Is it? Is it becoming far more easier to identify players that come through the the foundations and the trust? No, I think I think the foundation is important. The reason why is is there like it? They're probably not ready yet. Yeah. Academy, but they still have a chance to, to, to have a closer look. So to be in the foundation, they feel part of like the club because they know the club is still looking, looking after them. And um, I think, I think it's, it's, it's important. And I, I, like I said, the kids, every kid's up is on time. You know, they develop differently. So a kid's at 10, probably not good enough, but at 11, 12, it's different player. So it's good to have this foundation to keep them there because is there are kids where we know they will be good at one point. So to 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 stay around and to have a closer look to them is uh, is important, you know. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. And uh, having previously worked for foundations um, and uh, having friends now who currently work in the foundation, I think having foundations is is, is absolutely vital for the type of work that we're trying to do now in terms of creating role models and encouragement. Um, would you agree that these foundations can play, you know, let's take away the side, getting someone from the foundation into the professional game, but just to give them opportunities to participate in the game of football. 
Yeah, also, like I said, to participate in football and then feel part of it, you know? Uh, because for our kids, being in the foundation, Stock City Foundation, so they still give you a boost, you know, to say that one day I will probably end up in, uh, in, in an academy himself, you know, in the club, in the, in the structure. So, so I think it's, uh, it's important for those kids. Now, we're going to go on to yourself. Thank you. Like we obviously mentioned about the foundation. Premier League, whilst you were playing, what was your favourite goal against and, and why? I will, uh, I, I, my favorite goal, I think I would say probably, it's not the best goal. I would say my, the most important goal, okay. uh, I would say. Um, I would say the word, like everybody always said the, the same thing as well, is the goal against Aston Villa. Ooh. <laughs> Don't worry, I support, I support Liverpool, but my, 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 my local <laughs> club is Aston Villa. I remember that game. 3-2 or 4-3, 3-2 I think it was. Yeah, 3-2 and uh, I scored the... The last goal, so the winning goal, and uh, and, and it, like it was the, the one of the the most important uh, uh, win because it, like probably the, uh, not the most important win, but the, the first win uh, yeah. in the Premier League at home, and uh, my dad was in the stand as well. So 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 yeah. So it was good. how often did your parents used to come over or your family to to yeah, watch they, you? They don't, like my dad and my mom, they don't come that often, like probably since I'm here. I think no more than probably five times, maybe. Yeah. You know? Uh, because the, one of the reasons is because they need a visa. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so to apply for the, visa, for, the, for the visa is a headache. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of, uh, of the other reasons. If not, my brother and sister, they, they come here quite, quite often. You know? And you know when you were at Stoke City, like, uh, the, the, were there many masjids or masajid that you could go to freely without being stopped and asked for autographs and things like that? Was it fairly flexible? No, no, no. It's, alhamdulillah, the, when I go to the to the mosque, you know, the, you know, people go to the mosque to pray. You see what I mean? So, so, so now it's been it's been okay. Obviously, people will come to talk to you and ask you questions, uh, but uh, no, it's always been friendly and uh, it's been nice, you know. No, that's nice. I, I, the reason I asked that about the masjid is that the first time, well, whilst I was studying in Madrasa, the first time we had to go out um, and visit different cities and stay in different cities for two, three days in, in the masjids to kind of like learn about different communities and stuff. And, I, and the first place I went to was Stoke. It was the best experience I had. The, the people of Stoke were amazing, lovely people. Oh, they are. They are, to be honest. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm here like since 2005. I never had any problem uh the, the friendly people um oh, it's been it's been good alhamdulillah and what about what about yourself like in, in the sense of management uh, have you got any dreams or hopes or aspirations to go into management you know management uh i never i never wanted to 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 coach uh to be honest uh at the one point i thought about coaching but kids you know but uh now uh, no, not really. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough world, you know. It's a tough world at the at the moment. It's not, uh, it's not easy. But you know, you, I mean, I mean, I know you mentioned you want to do kids. I mean, the reason I ask that is, Alhamdulillah, there are so many successfully talented African players at the moment out there. Um, can you see a transition from those players moving into management? And I know, like for example, Senegal, their manager is doing fantastic. He's doing amazing. Yeah. I think like even England, growing up, born in England, growing up, England went through a transition where 
um, they they stopped um, appointing English managers. They went through the Italian route, the Swedish route. Do you think it will be long before we see um, an African manager in the Premier League managing? I think I think at the moment the football world. I don't think they're ready yet. To be honest with you, um, because we're talking about the Premier League, but go back to Africa himself. Mm. You know how many African coach. You know we're talking about Aliou Sisi. Mm. Not many like him. And look, he has done a fantastic job. You know I think they need to trust them a bit more because a lot of them they, they've got experience. They play they play the, at the highest level. Um, they just need to trust them a, a bit more. But to be honest, they, I don't think they're ready yet for for that. It will take time. It will it will come. It will come. It's, it's like the football. If you look before, there was not many black players. Yeah, now we're going to the same. Uh, we're going to the same transition with the Asian footballers, uh, South Asian yeah. players. There's there's not many players. So yeah, at, one point, at one point, it, it will change. You know, it will take time. Uh, it will change until someone do a fantastic job. You know, in Premier League. I think you see, so you mentioned Senegal. Um, obviously, he's doing fantastic there, but he's someone that could manage at the at the highest level. You know, like what what he's achieved. I think it's just down to opportunity. Yeah. If you got to, if you give the opportunity to someone, it, it, look, give him. You know, it's a, I always said I never really uh, think a manager. He, obviously, a manager. A good manager is a manager who look after his dressing room. That's that's for me. That's the thing. But the the rest, if tomorrow you give Alucise Barcelona, do you think he's not going to win something? Mm. Mm. You see what I mean? I see what you're saying. Absolutely. I think it's like you said. It's about the opportunities. I think for me, it's the opportunities. If you give the opportunities to someone, he has a good group of players. He will do a good job. You know. The only thing is, if he lost his dressing room, like yeah. any coach. Any coach, any even a big coach. If you lose, you lost your dressing room. That's it. You can't do anything. That's happened to to big coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously, you being Muslim and playing the Premier League, etc. And a lot of people say, you know, the religion and faith is, is a private matter. And yes, we agree. But do you think having, um, like, when you were playing, there weren't probably that many Muslim players. But now there is far more many Muslim players that are playing in the Premier League. Do you think it has helped, um, you know? showcase um, you know islam because obviously islam unfortunately been hijacked by a group of people that we don't even need to go into details about but do you think it's it's, it's helped having these you know muslim players around in the premier league and other leagues across the world i think uh when you say uh that help obviously people start asking questions yes that's what i mean sorry yeah about uh, raising about, awareness about islam because this in players been like and different uh, background, different um, nationality, you know, not only Arabs, because yeah. people think Muslims are only Arabs, you know. Yeah. And they think also being a Muslim is a nationality, you know, is a religion. So now they found out like anyone can be a Muslim, and Muslim they're not necessarily terrorists, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can be a good. You know, people, players, we've got families and stuff. So, so now I think that helped in that sense. You know, people asking more questions and trying to, 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 to look at it properly. You know, 
and uh, I think more people knew a bit more uh, about Islam, probably because of a few players. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that had a positive impact. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. I think even last year, before the Champions League final, uh, Tottenham versus Liverpool, um, there was loads of Liverpool fans and fans across the world, even the media. They were asking, will Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, uh, Shakiri, will they be fasting and Abi Keita, etc. For them to even ask those questions, it was, it's a positivity because you get to educate someone around what Ramadan is, what fasting is, why we fast, can, do they need to fast, Islam is easy, they didn't need to fast because they were travelling, etc. So I think it definitely has a positive impact. Well, I think, like I said, that's how the positive is. Like myself, you know, being uh, a Muslim in the dressing room, obviously my teammates, they will ask me questions about my religion. So, give them those uh, answers to them, they, they learn, you know, about it. So, so no, it's definitely positive. Now, before we close, um, because I know I'm sure there's some people that have some questions. They have, uh, we've got some fans in here who are saying, you know, mashallah, the main, main baller, Sidi Bey is in the show, in the house, <laughs> alhamdulillah. Um, I want to ask you, um, what's your seven-a-side team you'd pick? Not that you have to play with them, but have played with them, your, your all-time seven-a-side team. If you went to uh, our league now or, I don't know, whatever, and you could invite seven players. Uh, uh, I will say, like, uh, I think I will probably go back to my generation or older. Okay. It's, it's, it's boring to, to put the same players, Cristiano, uh, Messi, and you know. So I think before you go into that, can I just ask a quick question then? So who is it, Messi or Ronaldo? Who is better? It's a difficult question, you know. <laughs> you know why? That's why we're asking you the question. Because you this one. You no, know it's difficult because you have one player is naturally gifted, which is Messi, and you have Cristiano who work hard. Yeah. He's gifted as well, but he worked very hard to become who he is. So to choose between those two is uh, is tough. It's, I think it's depend how people see themselves in the, you know how, how if you 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 like uh, Cristiano because he's, he work hard or Messi was it because he's is uh, is naturally gifted or depend but they're, they're two fantastic players. Okay, but I would on. if so I have to choose. Fine, fine. I'll go for Messi because I like Barcelona. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I wanted to hear. No, like you said, absolutely spot on. One is naturally gifted and one works very, very hard. And I think we should be able to live in a life where we should appreciate both of them because not oh, many definitely. times there's going to be players like this. Definitely. When, like, we, we, went, we went here when Pele, Maradona was playing. So we're lucky to, to see Cristiano and Messi, you know? Yeah. So tell us then, your, your seven-a-side team. So seven aside, I thought I was in my head it was more five aside. But okay, five aside, even five aside, no problem. I'm only saying seven because when I asked Momo for five, he said, "No, no, I'm going to give you seven. Yeah, because you know Momo, he played with a lot of uh, big yeah. players, so I'm not going to go through the the same. You know, it's more difficult for me. All so, right, alhamdulillah. <laughs> alhamdulillah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I will uh, as a keeper, I will go for Fabian Barthez. Wow. You know, he won the, the World Cup uh, with France. Uh, he played for United, even though he didn't do very well there. But he's still the best, one of the best French keeper. So I will put it in the net. Uh, defender, I will put Desailly, Marcel Desailly. Wow, wow. He's a, what a player. AC Milan. He was a, he was a rock 
Yeah, with defender. So same, uh, he, he played for Marseille. Yeah. Won the Champions League with Marseille as well in France. So so yeah, Desai, uh, I will put him there. Uh, midfield, Xavi. Decent player as well, technically very good. I mean, we're talking about five aside, so yeah. I'm a technical player. <laughs> Xavi in there. So, so Xavi, I put him there. Ronaldinho. Wow, another really good player. And uh, up front, I would put Ronaldo, but the Brazilian. Original, the original Ronaldo. Exactly. Alhamdulillah. Everyone, these youngsters, they don't know about the real Ronaldo. This is the thing, you know? They don't know who's the. They don't know the real one. Yeah. He, is, he was class. Different player, but class. Yeah, he was he was amazing, yeah. and that's that's a strong strong uh, five side team. Before we go on to uh, the audience to ask you a couple of questions, if you were a younger player now coming through twenty one years old from from France and you're in the Premier League and you've got every club in the Premier League to offer you a contract, which which manager would you want to play under right now? I will play for Wenger. No, no. So the managers now, the managers oh, no. are managing now. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know the problem is, is not many managers been in their club for more than uh, one or two years. Mm. So for younger players, you need the stability. You know, you need to go somewhere where the manager has been there for like long time, and the and the, and the club is stable. Okay. On that, on that point, uh, on that point, then we'll I'll agree or let's agree with you because you've 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 kind of hit the nail on the head there regarding young players. You chose Wenger. Why would you choose? Let, let's let's forget the current. So you said Wenger. That's a brilliant choice. Why would you cho choose Wenger? Because he's played young kids. You know, he played young kids. He's probably the first manager who gives chance to 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 young player. If you look all the players when come through Arsenal and uh, made a, a good career, is is many of them. You know, uh, so I would say like. Uh, yeah. I will. I will probably. Yeah, Wenger. I think is. Uh, is probably and in and he brought like different side of football in England. Yeah. Uh, so his philosophy is uh, is is fantastic. So I will uh, even for like I choose him. Even I know he doesn't like stock. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He likes> stock. <laughs> they say there's a you know there's a famous meme. Can he can they come and do it on a cold cold night in Stoke? <laughs> uh, now, I'm glad you mentioned Arsenal Wenger because a lot of the, the younger generation of Arsenal fans would have probably started supporting Arsenal when they were on the, you know, towards the end of Arsenal Wenger's career. But looking at his career at the beginning and what he did at Arsenal was fantastic. He's done a fantastic job. And I always said, a club, they need the stability. Mm. You know, it's important to have someone there who's been at the club for a long time. You know? But now the, the, the problem is they, they sacked manager too early sometimes. You know? Yeah. Uh, they don't wait uh, too long before the the second. Sometimes you need to give them a chance, you know, to build properly. No, I agree. To put a, like a stronger foundation, and uh, then see. But in uh, in uh, now that they don't give much time, you know. This Can I ask you one final question? If if you are allowed to answer, is there? I know you work for Stoke. Is there a Premier League club that you support or you admire at the moment? Are you allowed to say? I don't know if you're not allowed to say. The no. Uh, the thing is, you you know, we are human beings. You know, yeah. it's naturally you like clubs, you like people, who you don't like you know clubs you don't like. So, talking about Wenger, I always like Arsenal because the way they they, they play football has been fantastic. 
they playing attractive football when I was there. So, so Arsenal, it was a club. I, I never like. I don't support. I never been like supporter. You know, uh, if they lost, if a team lost, and uh, I don't sleep and things like that. I used to be like that when I was a kid. You know, I used, I used, I used to support Marseille when I was a kid. Okay. You know, I, I remember I, we didn't have um, like what we call Skype. Yeah. We used to watch it and you can't see it properly. You see what I mean? So, but we still put the radio on. Yeah. And look through that. <laughs> watch the game. So, Marseille, because obviously at that time when I was young, Marseille was, they were the, the, the biggest team in France. Uh, yeah, you know, they won, they won the Champions League. Uh, they had fantastic players. So, Marseille, so now the young generation, they will say Paris Saint-Germain. No, you're right. But well, Mama, thanks for joining us. I'm going to hand over to Saeed who will um, unmute some of the, the guests so that want to ask you some questions if that's okay with you. Okay, no problem. It's fine. Over to you, Saeed. Yes, okay. First, you got uh, Ali. Um, how do you see, say, if you want to ask your question? Yes. Um, hello, Assalamualaikum. Mendy uh, Sidbe. Um, uh, Ramadan Karim. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want to ask, um, like you say, uh, about the managers. The long time ago, we don't have uh, many black players in uh, Premier Division or Premier League, something like that. So, uh, at the same time, the managers, we don't have any uh, black um, big managers like uh, um, uh, Senegal national team coach so is the like you say the one he can come barcelona he can coach it easy i think he can win something i agree with this 100 percent. but uh the one thing i want to know we have for many many uh black players or muslim players um after they finish the football why um, you, you guys don't do academy and you guys yourself so you give each because right now many coaches in even the UK or outside the UK or or Europe anyway. So but the the the, the club sometimes you don't give you chance if you have uh, uh, good black coaches or Muslim coaches they don't give you chance because if you look at the management team you can see anyone there. Uh, like black man or Muslim, so I think if you uh, the the black professional players, if you uh, build an academy two, three, four, five or ten in Europe, maybe sometimes some players you don't have chance to play uh, to be professional and they can't take their uh, kids to to so to do coaching and then from there the name is gonna become little bit bigger and then they can coach any big team, but the first they have to give you chance from the small team. But we don't have this chance. That's, for me, that's the uh, main problem for, for us. You understand? Yeah, the question has been a bit long. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so basically, what, basically, no, no, is, so basically where you, what you're saying is, the thing I understand is, why the, the, the black player, like players, they don't, they don't coach or they don't have yeah. academy? So when yeah. they when they finish when they retire from football, um, the, he was suggesting that uh, the players from African descent should set up their own academies in Europe, 
to to enhance their coaching as well as enhancing player development as well? You know, if if you look, is is lot of like lot of black players, and you know when they they retire, they 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 pass their um, their badges. So most is lot of them they qualify. You know, they qualify. Mm. They've got everything, a license. Uh, and even some they do in academies, but it's a lot they do in academy back home, you know, in Africa. Okay. It's not problem in Europe, but there's a lot of coaches with budgets. But the, the only thing is, it's not really opportunity for them. That's the that's the only thing. But it's a lot of them they they, they they qualify. Yeah, it's not they just they just not like retired and do they don't do anything. You know, I know some like my friend Sarip Jawo, he's got all these uh, his budgets. You know, and he has an academy in Senegal. Yeah, but you know, the one the problem is, I think, this is my idea. Yeah, I think because many um, African players, if you have the badge and then you have academy in Africa, so for me, the the people in Europe, like the managers or the clubs, they don't go to Africa to find out the coach from Africa to come here. So I think it's much easy. If you guy have academy, for example, you have academy, two academy, and yeah. UK, two academy, Spain, France, Germany. So maybe from there, it's easy. Uh, for example, if I'm, I'm coaching in Stock City Academy now, I yeah. do very well in it. So maybe tomorrow, Money City can call me easy to go and Africa to find out a play, uh, coaching. Like uh, even if you don't play professional. Because we have lots of coaches, the 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 coaching, but it never be the professional. But they have chance to go up because the too many clubs don't trust, you know, the black or Muslim people. I don't know. This is my idea. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, if you look, you you have like coaches, black coaches, then academies, some big academies here in England, you know. But okay. I still think like those. Uh, those uh, those coaches, they they have very very minimum chance from academy coach to be a Premier League coach or championship coach. You know, they will ask more more experience. So unless if you if you coach in the first team like League One, League Two, and do well there, it's very difficult for an academy coach to 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 coach a first team coach to be a first team coach. So this idea is good, but. I can't see that, that that working. To be honest, I think it's just down to to people to choose these uh, these coaches. They've got all the license. They've been playing at the at the highest level, you know. So they, they just need to, to to give them the chance. If you look yeah. some coaches, uh, like I would said, coach like Lampard is an example. Yeah. He coached one season in uh, in a derby and in a coach uh, um, Chelsea. You see, I mean. So, so I think it's just done to, 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 to give them the chance. Lampard will give them a chance and they took it. Ali, thank you for your question. And also, there's the important part, when we released this video on YouTube at the beginning, Mamadi was talking about his role at, at Stoke City as well. So if there are young players that you think and you feel that are good enough and you've got something, I'm sure you'd be happy to, to have a look at those players as well. Well, Ali, you are, you are a coach. Ali is a coach, yeah, he's a coach. I've coached um, almost seven, eight years old. I was coaching in Spain first, so I come to UK, so I'm coaching almost uh, the five years here. So okay, sometimes it didn't give a chance uh, to, to do coaching because maybe 
I don't know. They didn't trust the black guinea. So I, th- I think maybe if, if, if so, you have a, if you have team, so you can say no problem. Ali, come to here. So do anyone to anything you want. So maybe 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 I'm lucky. I give you too many uh, Muslim or black players chances to play, and then maybe I do very well as well. So uh, you know, that's why <laughs> in everything you do, like I said, never give up. You never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. You know, the, the, the worst thing is saying to yourself, look, I'm black, I would never have the chance, you know? Um, yeah. The same thing I was saying to my Asian brother uh, regarding, like, players. Because mm. most of them, because I, I've been, if you look at the difference between um, France and England, if you go to France, you will see all the, like, the, the North African uh, uh, kids, they, they're playing. They, they, they play football. When I was young, it was probably not many of them in the club. But if you look now, they, they're all playing. So I was saying the same thing to my Asian boy uh, when they're saying, like, we, we're never going to get a chance. They don't like us. They don't. I say, if you don't try, you know, if you don't put your kids there, how are you going to find out, you know? No. So you need to, 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 you know, to trust yourself and, uh, and carry on, you know? Okay. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Ali. Thank you very much for your for your time. Thank you, Ali. Um, Maudi, I got a very quick question. As long as Ali's, um, what is the best stadium that you played at? Uh, the best stadium, I, I would say probably the the best atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the better. I will. I will say Anfield. Yes. Yes. Anfield. Yes, yes. Uh, is the best atmosphere. Um, st- best stadium is, is very difficult because you have a lot of new stadium, the Etihad, the Emirate, um, you know, Old Trafford is, 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 is good as well. Uh, but talking like atmosphere, I would probably go for the atmosphere because this is where why we're playing football, you know. If you go and uh, play in an empty stadium with no atmosphere, there's no point. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Um, next, we've got Hamza. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam. How are you, brother? You okay? Alhamdulillah, thank you. You? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, you were saying you're a scout for Stoke City, that's right, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to become a professional footballer. <laughs> I'm 32 years old. You reckon I got a chance for a trial? <laughs> <laughs> you know, never give up. We never know. <laughs> I, I play similar to Roy Keane. You know, we have a madman in the midfield. <laughs> you can't keep, keep going. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up, Hamza. Thank you. Um, next, we've got Kasim. Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum, brother. You okay? Alhamdulillah, good. Um, my question is, uh, obviously you're a very good forward uh, and watching you and watching your YouTube videos and I see you had a very good knack at scoring goals. So for someone who's an attacking winger, who's a striker, what would you give as an advice for somebody who wants to score more goals or what is it that you would do to try and get more goals? You know, what, would you, what was your mentality like to do that? This is probably the mentality I, I never had, and I wish if I was to go back uh, to have that mentality is to be more selfish, you know. And mm. I never had that because, like I said uh, previously, 
Uh, I didn't grow up as a striker. I didn't when I come accumulate into the professional environment as a striker. I was a defender of that time. I never had the mentality to be selfish and and uh, to be uh, hungry for, for for scoring goals. So for me, having a good game, fantastic game, being man of the match was enough. Even if I didn't score the game. So later on, I realized that you have to score. Yeah, scoring goals is important. Even if if you don't play well, score goals because at the end of the day, this is what counts. You know, and that's something I never had this mentality before. You know? And um, I think, I think, for if you play off front, you need to be hungry for goals. Stay in the box, you know, uh, be more a bit more selfish. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. Probably. Would you say, is you say movement that's the most important thing to constantly yeah. be in the positions? Obviously, uh, the, movement, the movement is important, but in some time you need to have uh, good wingers to put the ball in, in yeah. the box. Yeah. And uh, the strikers I like, I prefer the striker who create chances for themselves than the, yeah. the, 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 the proper number nine who's in the box. The reason why is the day your team struggling, you're not getting any, you're not getting fed. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. If you play with more mobile, you like to come to the ball, uh, you know, you run channels, who, who will see you anyway? You know, I, I'm talking about as a scout now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I mean, so the mobility is important, you know. Uh, if uh, if you isolate up front and you're not getting in the ball, trying to to come to the ball, you know, yeah, available. You know, unless if you technically you're not good enough and you're only good at scoring goals, so stay in the box. Yeah. Well, just like Hamza, I'm looking scouting as well, Lenny. So I need to get the insight from my actual scout. What are you looking for exactly? So then I know I'm going to yeah, remember no. this is what he's looking for. <laughs> the problem is, as a scout, all depends what your club looking for. You know, sometimes the club will ask you. Obi, are you listening? This is what he's looking for, yeah? <laughs> this, is, this is what he's looking for, yeah? <laughs> you know, like, well, like I said, sometimes the club can ask you to, to look for a target man or sometimes yeah. someone more mobile, you know? Uh, so, so it all depends on what you like. But now what I'm saying is what the type of striker I like, you know? Uh, and the problem yeah. for me, this is, those are the, the best ones if you take Cherry Henry, uh, we were talking about Ronaldo before the, the Brazil Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can take the ball, dribble two, three players, and score goals. They don't need assists, or they don't need someone to cross the ball for them. You know, obviously they will score more goals with crosses, but it's a lot of goals they score. They, they score by themselves, taking the ball, beat two or three man, and score. For me, those are the, the best strikers. Guys, thank you very much, Mama. I'm sorry to sh cut you short. I know there's other questions as well. Um, there's just there's someone asked one more question and uh, Saeed, can you just uh, this is the last one because we've got a one eight we've got a workout that we're six minutes late for we've got an online workout but um, we've got Akbar I think wants to ask one question Saeed, can you unmute him yeah last, go last ahead question. Akbar okay. are you okay brother Alhamdulillah you alright Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah thank you very much um, I just wanted to ask you as a ambassador and a scout for Stoke City. Um, what advice do you have for those who go trials? As in, like, um, what do you think would help them stand out? So for for the trials, you mean? Yeah, for the trials. Yeah. When the trial come to the club, or when when the trials come to the club, you mean? Uh, um, uh, both. What do you think makes them stand out out of all of them? 
Now, obviously, if uh, first of all, if we bring a, a, a player on trial, that's mean already we know is is a good player. So now, when you come to uh, to a trial, uh, because like I said, when I was in the, when I was looking for the academy, uh, I bring player from uh, from abroad. So obviously, those players they were not speaking English. So and it's difficult for them to communicate with their teammates. So always, what I said to them, and that can be good for any player: don't be shy. You know, you're on trial. You probably have one week to show what you can do. Yeah. So it's better to do too much than not enough. You know, I prefer the the coach said, "Look, you keep the ball too much, but at least you see the player. You know what he can do. But the player will come and is shy. He doesn't give enough." So you, you end up not seeing him, and the boys go back home and thinking like, "I'm better than that. I should have. I could have done more." So to take all this disappointment away, I always said, "Look, you have nothing to lose. You know, you come to a trial. We're here to to have a look at you. Give everything. Show everything you can do. Yeah. If you're quick, show your pace. If you're technically good, keep the ball. You know, if you show you your strength, what your strength is." You're strong. You're strong. Short on you. You have to show. You see what I mean? Great advice. Great advice. So, so this is the thing. When you try, when you try this, you have to show the maximum as you can. Don't be shy. Talk to everybody. You know, and have a good attitude. This is important. When I said attitude, uh, obviously behave yourself, but the attitude on the pitch. So you need to work hard, because especially in England, we lack. Hard-working players, you know. So, so yeah. So those those are the the advice uh, I will give, you know. Mama, thank you. Jazakallah, thank you for your Welcome. time um, and and answering all the questions in very much uh, detail. Uh, thank you for coming on again. Do you have any final words before we let you leave? Inshallah. No, the, the only word. Uh, just uh, think like I would say. Thank you very much for for your invitation. I really uh, enjoyed it. And uh, Ramadan Karim to to everyone. Uh, it's a special month, so we're on the, the last ten days, so making a lot of duas and uh, all the best action you can you can do, you know. So I think uh, yeah, that's it. Inshallah, we'll meet up after the pandemic. Inshallah, we'll have something. Yeah, to eat. Inshallah. Take care. Thank you for coming on. Welcome. There you have it, episode 7 over, Ramadan is coming to an end as well slowly, we've got only two more episodes to go, some interesting professionals joining us tomorrow and, and next week Friday, stay tuned and thank you for listening. <laughs>